Are you looking to improve employee engagement and retention? Do you struggle with decisions on who to hire or who to promote? I have an amazing opportunity for a forward-thinking, purpose-led, people-first organisation to work with me on the first pilot Happier at Work programme for corporates. The programme is entirely science-backed and you will have tangible outcomes in relation to employee engagement, retention, performance and productivity. The programme is aimed at people leaders with responsibility for hiring and promotion decisions. If this sounds like you, please get in touch at ifa at happieratwork.ie. That's A-O-I-F-E at happieratwork.ie. You're listening to the Happier at Work podcast. I'm your host, Aoife O'Brien. This is the podcast for leaders who put people first. The podcast covers four broad themes, engagement and belonging, performance and productivity, leadership equity, and the future of work. Everything to do with the Happier at Work podcast relates to employee retention. You can find out more at happieratwork.ie. Hello and welcome back to the Happier at Work podcast. I'm absolutely delighted that you tuned in today. And also, happy Workplace Wellbeing Day. I thought, what better day to release the results of a survey that I carried out last year all around wellbeing at work than today, Workplace Wellbeing Day. So in today's episode, I'm going to cover some of the key points around the results from this survey. If you would like to get the full report, do feel free to reach out to me uh, either through my website, happieratwork.ie or through social media, uh, LinkedIn, especially Aoife O'Brien. That's A-O-I-F-E-O apostrophe B-R-I-E-N. Some of the top line results then, more than 82% of respondents agreed that their organisation cares about their well-being, but more than 41% said that their well-being is worse than before. And that's really driven by mental well-being and social well-being. 57% are worried about the impact of COVID on their workplace. The top three challenges are social isolation, communication and keeping a regular schedule. So the social isolation element, the survey was carried out around the time that we were in full lockdown. So it's understandable that people's, you know, this idea of social isolation, but also bearing in mind as we continue, as you know, people continue to work from home, we still have that sense of social isolation. And I suppose one way to combat that is now that we're able to actually go out and meet people, it's going out, getting out and about, meeting people for coffee, meeting people for a walk communication. I'll go into a little bit more detail on this uh, in in a couple of minutes, but communication was around this idea of over communication versus under communication and what is actually being communicated. Keeping a regular schedule then. So this kind of ties in with this idea of boundaries so that you're not working all the hours, you're not working into the night, that you're able to keep a consistent schedule, that you're not overworking, but you're still able to deliver everything as well. And being able to work your work around your life rather than the other way around. Some of the things that people were feeling then, so thinking things like there are not enough hours in the day, and I know certainly I can definitely relate to that. What will it be like when we have to go back to the office? They're thinking about work-life balance or, you know, this has come up again and again on the podcast. We're we're calling it different things, whether it is work-life integration, work-life fit, work-life harmony, or just simply life harmony, because after all, work is part of our life as well. 
And other things that people are thinking, I need more job security. So people are afraid about losing their jobs or they don't know whether or not their jobs are secure. I don't feel fulfilled at work. And I think this is a really common thing as a result of the pandemic. People are really thinking about what drives them, what gives them this sense of fulfillment, what gives them a sense of meaning and purpose at work. And I think it's it's going to have a knock on impact on whether or not people stay in the organisations that they're in at the moment. Another concern is people feeling very isolated working at home. So when the opportunity to bring people together to celebrate the wins, to work as a team, to work on projects together, just to socialise as a team, I think that would be a really welcome change to happen. Some of the other areas of concern. So one of the areas I mentioned earlier was this idea of communication. So there are concerns around the lack of communication, first of all. But then on the other hand, having too many calls. And I I know there's a lot of people can relate to this, having back to back Zoom meetings and things like that. And the fact that it's hard to keep in touch with people because you're not seeing people on a regular basis, there's no kind of incidental meetings and it is quite hard to keep in touch. Another issue was around sharing good news only. So kind of sugarcoating things a little bit rather than painting the reality of what what's actually going on, that they're not addressing the elephant in the room in their communications. Another issue was around management. So that lack of clarity, not being clear on what expectations are or the expectations are too high. Another issue around management is the idea of workload and fairness. Some people feel that they're taking the the bulk of the workload from others and it's not seen as being really fair. Uh, The other area then around productivity, so having too many meetings, there's a lack of motivation. People aren't feeling that kind of get up and go to actually want to work. And then in tying in with this idea of management and, and the workload, from a productivity perspective, people are finding that there's just too much work. Um, the culture element, and I know that we have spoken about this on the podcast before, but the fact that it's hard to maintain that culture in a remote environment. And if you have that figured out, I would love to hear from you because I know that a lot of my clients are really struggling with that at the moment. It's about, you know, I suppose it's the opportunity to think about what that, you know, what is the opportunity here? We can we can rethink what our culture actually is with the people who are in the organisation. The other area for concern then is leave. So it's returning to work is even harder when people have been out due to illness, due to maternity, and there's a lack of support within organisations to make that transition. And again, interestingly, I did read something earlier on LinkedIn that said that HR managers have other priorities, but I see this as a really important priority to help people to stay in organisations. If you want to retain staff, you need to put the supports in place that will help them to want to stay in your organisation. And another area then for concern was career advancement. So people are feeling unfulfilled. They're seeing job losses around them. They're seeing a lack of opportunities. They're not getting training. Maybe the training budget has been cut or they're not doing training because they're in this remote environment. They're seeing resignations from people as well. And this the whole remote recruitment and onboarding has been a real struggle for people as well. 
So they are some of the top line results from that survey that I carried out from the research I carried out last year. If you would like a copy of that, which also includes a little bit more information about who responded within the survey, but also solutions of what we can do about some of those key issues that we're seeing in the workplace, do feel free to reach out to me directly. I'd be happy to provide you with a copy of that full report. You can get me on Aoife O'Brien on LinkedIn. That's A-O-I-F-E-O apostrophe B-R-I-E-N. Or you can email me Aoife, A-O-I-F-E at happieratwork.ie or reach out to me through my website, happieratwork.ie and I would be delighted to hear from you. If you want to get involved in the conversation, I will be continuing this conversation over on social media and I would love to know more about your own experiences of well-being at work. What issues have you faced? What have been the positives around well-being? What supports do you have at work? Anything related to well-being, I would absolutely love to hear from you. I mentioned my LinkedIn earlier. You can also get me on Instagram at happieratwork.ie. That was another episode of the Happier at Work podcast. I am so glad you tuned in today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, I would love to get your thoughts. Head on over to social media to get involved in the conversation. If you enjoy the podcast, I would love if you could rate, review it or share it with a friend. If you want to know more about what I do or how I could help your business, head on over to happieratwork.ie.